You're listening to the You're Such a Catch podcast with your host, Aaron, <laughs> whose journey in dating and relationships is on full display for your empowerment, education, and honestly, your entertainment too. Hey guys, Aaron here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today is a special episode. You've heard me mention this man never by name, but I always reference my mentor in the car business. Yes. I'm sure you remember the story of me wanting to, you know, make it to the desk. I wanted to move up in the company, but I was told that I had never taken an up before. An up is essentially a customer on the lot. So, but you guys, I took ups every single day. I sold cars to people I had never met. I did it all over the phone. But instead of complaining about the response I got from my boss, I went to my mentor and I said, now what? What do I do? And he told me, he said, Aaron, you make a list of everything you want in your next job. He said, I don't care. If you want to look out your window and see a palm tree, write it down. Well, today that man, the voice, the legend, Brent Abdullah is joining me. But before we get to it, you guys grab a pencil and a piece of paper so you can write it down. See what I did there? (laughs) He dropped some good nuggets, some gems, some insights, whatever you want to call it. And you'll want to make sure that you write it down so you can reference it back. And while you're at it, go ahead and notate my social media handle. It's at your such a catch on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. This week, I bared my soul or my midriff (laughs) on TikTok. Y'all, I'm serious about hitting this goal, my weight goal that I talked about last week. I'm speaking it into existence. If you like this episode, if you like me, if you like the YSC community, feel free to drop a rate or review on your favorite podcast player. And if you want to be of additional support, consider joining You're Such a Catch Unfiltered. Click the link in the episode notes for details. Brent and I actually continue our conversation on YSC Unfiltered this week as he provided some feedback and input on, you know, the blessing in disguise, me losing my corporate job during the pandemic. Ugh. This episode is sponsored by Club Nirvana. It's time to rethink cannabis. If you're a local listener in the state of California, create a free customer account and receive $25 credit towards any product you desire and free delivery for life. Visit yoursuchacatch.com backslash partners to take advantage of this offer. All right, guys, let's get to the good stuff. So tell me about this journey for yourself. So what happened? You just were like not on your exercise regime and I was doing high interval intensity training, hit training. Yeah, that's what I, I do. I ballooned up to about 232. This was about a year and a half ago. We were in Hawaii and I just I just went all out. Loco moco, cheeseburgers, barbecue pork, uh-huh. anything you name it, I'll eat it in Hawaii. And I came okay. home and I thought to myself, oh, dear God, I'm, I, what is this? So mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? What is this? And I was just like, yeah. oh, I got to do something. So I saw this ad on Facebook. What was it? Six weeks, uh, $500 challenge, lose X amount of body fat or blah, 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 blah. So I joined up at the Anytime Fitness and, and I worked my ass off. I mean, I worked really uh-huh. good. And I, got, I got down to about 217 with that program, but it tightened it all up. But I looked like a... 
my girlfriend says I looked like an upside down triangle because I had big shoulders and a skinny <laughs> little ass and like, you know, pencil legs. So, so I was like, she goes, your arms are just trapped like upside down triangles. And so I got off that a little bit when COVID started. And okay. when COVID started, I just, yeah, hell with it, man. The only place that was really easy to eat at was the taco shop. So I would go uh -huh. in there in the morning and get a breakfast burrito. And then I'd go in there in the afternoon and I'd get a carne asada burrito. Oh, in the no. evening, I'd eat, eat whatever. But I was just yeah. going to the to the taco shop and home, taco shop and home. And I did that oh. from like, what was he, March, April, May, and June. And by June, I went back up from 217 to 232. And I said, oh, shit, I got to do something. And Janie started, uh -huh. as soon as COVID hit, she got on Nutrisystem. You eat the okay. food, you lose the weight. Seriously, it's amazing. And is that what happened? We can talk about that, but I don't want to. I'm not a paid advertisement for that that diet program. <laughs> so she lost like 13, 14 pounds. And I tried some of the food and I go, wow, that's damn good. So they said you could lose 13 pounds in your first month. I, I signed up. I went full meal deal, man. It was like my first month, yeah. I paid like $385 and they sent me shitloads of food and for coolers and in boxes. For the whole month? For the whole month. Wow, that seems cheap. It was still pretty cheap. Yeah, I actually saved a mm. lot of money eating Nutrisystem for the last year. And we're getting ready to move to Florida yeah. here soon. And I'm thinking, well, I'll just keep eating <gasps> Nutrisystem. Keep eating Nutrisystem. So anyways, I got into the Nutrisystem program. And in the first month, I lost 18 pounds. Boom. Wow. I got down to 197. And now I'm floating in on the average of about 202, 203. Mm -hmm. So that's been quite the transformation. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to wean off of that and go? Well, I, I have weaned off of it. I don't do the full months anymore. Okay. I do. So I do another program. I get shipped like three or four days of food at a time. Uh -huh. So three full days. I'll get a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner, and then three snacks throughout the day. So you eat six times a day. And it's good stuff. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's already in three minutes. And it works perfect in a microwave. It's really good. So now I'm down to doing that. But what it's caused me to do, like I was in Costco yesterday buying some things. I look at the calorie count. I look at the calorie count now. I uh -huh. look at the fat count, man. If I'm going to waste 300 calories on something, it better be damn good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and it better have a little bit of yeah. protein in it. For me, it's all about counting calories and balancing, balancing the right proteins and stuff now. And when you're my age, you got to start doing that stuff. <laughs> Stop it. When you're my age, you have to do that stuff. Like I was just talking about how I've had a goal, like, because it, you taught me a lot, which we're going to dive into here. You probably don't even realize half the shit you taught me, but well, yeah. you taught Take me my a lot. advice. I'm not <laughs> using it. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. I'm That's kidding. not true. You walk the walk. Lately, I've been crawling the crawl. <laughs> well, whatever. So there's a reason why you're here to turbocharge my butt. Oh, and that's exactly okay. what this is about. This is this is actually a message, a message from God. Is it? Oh, well, I kind of feel that. Like it's already starting off that way. So it's just funny. So you got me into this habit of every single year, like at the end of December, kind of reevaluating the previous year, right? Yeah. We did that. Do you remember that exercise? We talk about the I sure top, do. The top five friends. Second. Here's the 2021 compound effect documents. Now they've been in oh. my backpack for quite some time. They need to be resurrected. This is for this year, okay? Oh. I haven't reviewed them in a long time. And oh, here's my play uh -huh. sheet, coordinated color play sheets. Man, you know that it works when you work it, but guess what? I ain't been working it. So you're my, like I said, my turbo charge. Well, I'm thrilled to be your turbo charge because I feel like you turbo charged me. And I really do reflect back on a lot of things that you said often, 
often. So in regards to this though, so every year, right before the new year, I take some time, sit down with myself, quiet my mind. I start thinking about what I was able to accomplish in that year, what I set out to accomplish, where did I make it in terms of those goals? I mean, I'm obviously also touching base with myself more frequently than that, but I definitely take a hard look before the new year and then reevaluate those relationships, right? The five people closest to you, that type of thing, my finances. Yeah, you remember all that? So, man, the scary thing is with COVID, I don't have five people I hang out with. I'm like, true. Okay, my dog. Yeah. My girlfriend. Yeah, Let's see who else. The dry cleaner. <laughs> That's about it. I know. It's definitely changed the vibe, but it's also like made us look inward probably more, right? Because we've had more time to like self reflect and, and to quiet our mind and not be as busy. You disagree with me. I see that lip quiver. No, I totally agree with you there. But I think uh, as well, it is also for the untrained mind. Mm. set the freaking hamster wheels in motion big time, even for the trained mind. Right. I mean, my mind can run all the way to Mad Max roaming the hot, roaming the grounds, looking for water yeah. and water. Whoa. You know, future, future, you know, zombie apocalypse. Here we come. What's next? Right, right. So that doesn't, that's not good. No, it's not good. No, but you got to keep your thoughts yeah. in check, which is, which is where I'm going with the mm. statement because, In 2018, I set a goal to get down to a certain weight, okay? And Brent, I am disciplined. I work out. You you know me. like I I, know you do. Yeah, you're like a snapping turtle. Yeah, I am. You're in it. I am. And and every trainer I've ever had, like especially in LA, they always tell me, Aaron, you're my hardest working client. You're my hardest working client, right? So I'm doing the Mm -hmm. HIIT training. I got the Peloton and I got the Peloton before the Peloton was cool because back then I was like- That's just who you are. I was living that road warrior life that you used to tell me about that I didn't really understand until- I was in the thick of it. And so I for me, yeah, for me though, I was always on the go. And so when I would get back, I would be so exhausted. I wouldn't be able to like wrap my head around, oh, got to get in the car, drive to the gym, then do the workout and come home. So I was like, what? If I got that bike right in my bedroom and I have to look at it and I'm paying for it, then I'm going to ride it and get that extra cardio in. So I got the Peloton, all this, right? Trying to sleep better. But but you know what, Brent? My weight hasn't changed. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. You want to know why? Why? Because in my mind, I do something that I wouldn't do to any other friend that I have, to, to anybody that I care about, and I do some negative self-talk. Your mind is a dangerous neighborhood, Aaron. Do mm-hmm. not go in there alone. And yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's why you share and that's why you have friends and that's why God keeps therapists in business. People got to get things out. And yeah, that conversation you have with yourself, that conversation I have every day with myself, it's the most important conversation there is. And once again, you're here today to remind me of that. Everything that you say I taught you, I mean, it's it's just coming right back at me. uh, And it works. It really, really works. What we talked about, this goal setting and the self-talk, let's just stay on the self-talk because that's what you could talk all day just about self-talk. That's a principle that goes back to before whatever, mm-hmm. as a man thinketh, so right. is he. And that's 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 by James Allen, that as a man thinketh book. And it's true. And it, But th- those are principles that have been down for ages. Two, I always remember this one little metaphor. Uh, there's two uh, people in jail looking out the bars of the window. One sees bars and one sees stars. Mm, What's the difference? Yeah. I mean, who? what are you looking at? What are you saying? So, And I know my mind sometimes wakes up before I do. 
Ooh, uh-huh. Really uh-huh. likes to talk to me about 5.15 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and what's it saying? There's not enough money in your 401k. You're screwed. Oh, Business uh-huh. is going to hell. Your mother warned you <laughs> about this shit. But thought. that's not true. Everything I think isn't true. Right. Well, yeah. And I've had to learn that too. And I've also had to learn not only the power of of our words and being careful with our words, but I think I like to do a lot of sarcasm, self-deprecating humor, which is funny, right? To a certain degree. Well, wait, but... do you know what the word sarcasm means? Have you ever looked up the word sarcasm? No, tell me. Means to cut flesh, uh, to tear flesh. Mm, if you go to the derivative uh-huh. of the word sarcasm, so when we're being sarcastic with ourselves and with our friends, mm-hmm. we're actually tearing ourselves down. Yeah. Well, I believe it because I just went through this total like, okay, Aaron, like, why can you manifest things but you can't manifest others, or why can you manifest certain things super quickly? Like, I reference this a lot on my podcast, and my listeners have heard this story. But do you remember when I wanted to find another job and I was like frustrated in my position? Do you remember what you had me do? Probably design your perfect job. Yeah, you were like, get out a piece of paper, Aaron, and you were like write down every single thing you want in that job. And you were like, I don't care. Like this sticks out in my mind so like clear as day. You were like, I don't care if it's a palm tree, if it's the ocean, you write that shit down, right? And I did, Brent, Mm -hmm. I did that because like, obviously if Brent tells you to do it, you fucking do it. So I did it, okay? Yeah, right? So you had to do That's the second snort of the podcast, by the way, folks. Second (laughs) snort. Got the snort count going over here. We do. <laughs> so I make the list. I probably still have it. I had a yellow notebook. It was in that notebook. I made the list and then I put it for some reason in the kitchen pantry. And then I remember we were having discussions and you were like, Aaron, you got to take your life into your you know own hands here and like figure out what you want to do, where you want to go. And that's when I started to kind of put things in motion. And I got my 40 under 40 in automotive news. And then the phone started to ring. Phone started to ring. And I get this phone call from dealer.com. And I I talked to my my first boss, Jerry Salerno, and he's telling me all about the job, all about the job, da 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 but it's going to require a big commitment for me, right? I'm going to have to leave everything that I have known for the last 10 years. I'm going to have to sell my home, give my dog away because I'm going to be traveling all the time, and, and I'm going to have to sever ties and, and start a new life, a fresh slate or whatnot. But you know what I did, Brent? I went into that pantry and I found that yellow notebook. And then I dug through that notebook until I found that page of that list that you had me make everything down to that fucking palm tree. And you know what? What? You can predict the end. Every single thing on that list. Yeah. This job met every single thing, right? It's amazing. It's literally amazing. That happens to me on a regular basis, but it's funny you said that because this conversation we're having right here, right now, yeah. I just had with a very well-respected buddy of mine last week over lunch, it's his sushi uh-huh. lunch. And this guy's a very successful mortgage banker, ex-pro surfer, lives on the beach, drives a 49 Cal- California yeah. wood Ford wagon, drives Vespa like I do, just a hip cat, hip cat. And I was, I was giving him my woe is me. He said, well, dude, 
get out a piece of paper and write down your perfect day. Uh-huh. I go, oh, wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> well, you did. You did. And yeah. then lo well. and behold. So, so you know what I think through this exercise, I was at a very high vibrational level in my career, right? I had I had gotten that 40 under 40. I was feeling very good. I was achieving things. I mean, you were training my department with me. Like you saw what we were capable of doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And, and so I feel like what I need to do in terms of weight loss or whatever I want to do next is get on that higher vibrational level. I need to make sure that there is no negative self-talk. And if I have a negative thought creep into my head, I need to immediately ping pong it with a positive thought. That's just one spoke of the success wheel. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, tell it, me the it, other You gotta spokes. have your plan, then you, well, I don't know about all the spokes, but I mean, it's just one piece of the puzzle. I mean, yeah, you gotta have your minds, you gotta have your plan, you gotta have your vision, you gotta have your focus. But then you got to take those action steps. And the action is where where a lot of people, myself, I can only speak for myself. The action is where I begin to fail, the doubt. Mm. Like right now, here I am finding myself again writing a a manager's workshop course for 12 hours. And I, I had so much time to do it, but why am I? here again, stuck in the same spot, spinning my mm. wheels. That's just a habit, man. I have to take the action, the disciplined action. And that goes back to what diet works. What mm-hmm. the, I remember someone told me this, which diet works, Brent? Well, and the answer was the one you are on and the one you <laughs> do. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they all work. Yeah, And the one you're consistent with. That's it. And now even the mental diet, Mm -hmm. you can Google the term mental diet. And there was this spiritualist, quote unquote, religious guy who actually did like a a workshop called the mental diet. And uh, it's all about just sucking positive food out of the energy and out of the universe and making sure you're putting that into your body as well in your mind. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in do you believe in crystals and and like crystal vibrations, Mm -hmm. crystals and healing? Yes, I do. I believe in vibrations. And you referenced when my when I was vibrating at a high frequency. Yeah. You said that just a couple of minutes ago. It, it, if you read in the book, it's called The Science of Getting Rich, and it really has nothing to do with money. It mm-hmm. has to, because there's a lot more to being rich than money, but people say, oh, money doesn't matter. Well, yeah, crazy, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> money doesn't buy happiness. Well, it can buy a lot of things. Uh-huh. It's a vibration. We are all made out of the same divine substance, and how we take care of our substance depends on which way we vibrate. Have you ever walked into a room and said, whoa, I got a funky vibe here. Mm-hmm. I got to get out of here. Yeah, right? for sure. And then you walk into another room and you go, Oh, this is a really nice place. I, what's the difference? I mean, there was a couch in the past room. There's a couch in the other room. I spent a lot of time in car dealerships, and I would always say this. They all use the same furniture from Office Depot. They all get the same paper from Office Max. They all get the same computers from ADP. But why does each store have a different feel? And it's mm-hmm. because of the living, vibrating people mm-hmm. within it. If you are if you surround yourself with low vibrational people, and what do I mean by low vibrational? In your definition of vibration, vibrational might be different than mine, but that feeling, that gut instinct where, ooh, we got to get the check and get out of here. Yeah. Or, hey, let's hang out and eat a donut and get the check. Right. Talk to some yeah. people or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I just got to protect your energy because energy vampires do exist. Oh, they do. And it's really difficult when you find them in your inner circle. 
And then you've Mm. made quite an investment into your friendship. And maybe you saw it all along. Like maybe you knew what's happening. That's that's Amazon, Google Prime backing up into the alley. (laughs) They're probably recording this conversation through the ring doorbell. Taking it back to headquarters and going to analyze it. Oh my god! I saw your face and, and I was me like, some "Shit, I didn't order." <laughs> I was like, "Is somebody coming to get you?" I was like, "Who's coming?" Um, but That's no, funny. I I re- this week, in fact, I had a situation with somebody who I consider a friend, and she didn't understand why I made a decision that I made, and I should not have to explain myself to somebody, especially when it comes to family and health and that type of thing, right? But I tried to explain myself to the best of my ability, and she still didn't get it. And I thought to myself, Aaron, why are you continuing to invest in this relationship when it's very one-sided and it's very much me putting forth my energy and my effort and and not getting anything reciprocated. And I'm not saying that it has to be 50-50 or we have to go tit for tat or whatever, but if I'm not bringing value to somebody else's life or they're not bringing value to mine, then like, what are we even doing here? Well, absolutely true. I mean, yeah, you know, but right now, first of all, I can't take my temperature in other people's mouths. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What she thinks of me or what my friends think of me is none of my business. And it really shouldn't affect who I am. If I'm living an authentic, effective and progressive life and being true to my soul and my nature, you're not cool with that or you're not cool. with. Hey, guess what? There are eight billion other people in the world you can go be friends with. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that. Right. Which is essentially kind of what I did. I I just said, I don't think this is the friendship for me, which. Yeah, that happens. And people fall in and out of your mm -hmm. life. What's that saying? Uh, Some people come into your life for a reason, a season, season, or a lifetime. lifetime. Big sigh. (laughs) You're in my life for a lifetime. Is this podcast video or audio? (laughs) It's both. (laughs) Oh, shit. Why? (laughs) Snort number four, folks. Snort number four. (laughs) Oh, you're too funny. Because, you know, it's sort of like doing radio, and I really miss radio. Oh, do you? Yeah. I mean, you you yeah. have such a good voice for all these voiceover things. And, I mean, you've always had that, and you've always had that high energy, that that high vibration. Some people might think it's a low vibration. Like, who are they blind? The vibrations don't always necessarily vibrate together. <laughs> Live together. Funny. I'm going old school. I don't know any of the new school songs. I don't know. Well, you don't have to. So, yeah, well... No. You don't disagree with my decision to suggest that we just kind of... Don't do any harm. State your mm-hmm. peace without harm. What, is it, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? You know what I mean? You, Ooh, we've all heard okay. that one. Before yeah. you open your mouth, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? And if you speak from your truth, that's all you can do. To thine own self be true. Yeah. 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 Tell also, some will, some won't. So what, you know? Oh, I remember that one from you. Do you remember the thing you used to do where we used to tap our legs and clap our hands? Well, the concentration keeping rhythm. Concentration yeah, keeping but, but rhythm. Didn't Ready we, begin. But, one, two, three, four. I mean, I thought we did it with your your acronyms, but I can't quite oh, we, remember. Oh, we did those too. No problem. I understand. Allow me. All that stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, NLP, I remember. NLP, Neuro Linguistics Programming. 
Oh my gosh. See, all that stuff is such valuable nuggets. So I have to ask you, so I've been spending a lot of time on Clubhouse. Are you on Clubhouse? No, I'm not on Clubhouse. Okay, we got to get you on Clubhouse. I mean, because it's the perfect platform for you. (laughs) Once again, sweetie. Wait a second. Let me get my teeth. Yeah, we got to get you on Clubhouse. Where'd I put them hearing aids? Huh? Erin, you could be my daughter. That's not true. Call me daddy. (laughs) Daddy. (laughs) Oh, my God. But honestly, Clubhouse Story is the five, platform folks. for it. No, we should, yeah, we can play a drinking game out of that. So Clubhouse is this app. It's all audio. And it's like, think back to AOL when it first came out and they had chat rooms, right? So it's like yeah. a chat room, but instead it's it's audio. But the cool thing is you can pick whatever topic you want to discuss, right? And there's rooms and they're hosted by moderators. But do you know who's really big on Clubhouse? Grant Cardone. He's a, he is. Yes. He's like huge on there. And He's every big time in Japan. <laughs> every time I like am in a room with him or hear him or whatever, I can't help but think about you because of like your career path and all of that. And so yeah, it was one thing wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of want you to share like your journey with that. And I also want to talk about when you decided to pivot on your own, because I feel like a lot of people right now who are either lost their job in COVID, like myself, or are just ready for a change, don't know where to start. I think your story is so powerful. And also, like, why reinvent the wheel when we can learn from maybe some things that you learned along your way that you would have done differently? Wow, that's that's heavy. And how far do you want me to go back? I mean, if it, if it comes to my uh, stint with the with the Cardone group, it was a great run. I learned a lot. How I got into it was by mis- everything good in my life happened by m- somewhat mistake. I learned a lot, visited a lot of lot of great, met a lot of people. Hell, I met you through that stuff. I met a lot of friends and relationships. I mean. I, I look at my Facebook uh, friends, and I mean, a lot of them are all car people and people uh-huh. I met in dealerships all over the world, actually, because I spent time in Australia and New Zealand doing that stuff, too, way back in the beginning. And it was really good. It was I learned a lot. I learned a lot. It opened a lot of doors for me. And how I transitioned out of that, once again, God, you, well, you wore a road warrior. You mentioned being a road warrior earlier. Mm-hmm. I was I was the ultimate road warrior. I, I was, I put in a lot of miles, let's just say. A lot of yeah. miles, ping-ponging back and forth across the United States. I mean, there, there were months where I would wake up in Honolulu on a Monday, and then the, the next Monday I'd be in Baltimore, and then that Tuesday night I'd be in Houston, and then that Friday I'd be in Seattle and back home to San Diego for a day, and then back to Florida. I mean, it, it was like, whoa, and I just got burnt. I mean, I got mm-hmm. squashed like a bug. That's really what happened. It, was a, it wasn't a virus, but it was a mental virus that, that rode hotels mm-hmm. and running and putting the show on every day, because it's a show every day. When, oh, yeah. when you are paid to be in front of people, there are no breaks. It, it's, right. it's really entertainment. And when the curtain goes up, which is the moment you walk in the door of that client to the to the moment you leave, even if you're coming out of the bathroom, you're still on stage because you're being <laughs> evaluated. So you, you, right. you, it's when the show goes on, it, it's there. But, and that takes it out of you. And I actually had a physical nervous breakdown on the floor of the Sheraton in Portland, Port, the PDX Sheraton Airport, mm-hmm. Portland Sheraton Airport Hotel. I remember the day I fell to my knees and I couldn't really? get up and I prayed, what am I going to do? And 
I resigned that exact day. I, I, I sent no a resignation way. letter that day. That day, yeah, I, that day. I remember the day. It was September sixteenth, oh. two thousand and eleven. I have the emails wow. that I sent. It was the wow. There's a lot of backstories. Effective immediately. I'm out. Boom! I had to. I had, had no. There's there was build up to this. I mean, I've been to the doctor. I had something called. I thought I was having a panic attack a little earlier. The, the pleurisy, where you get stressed out in your chest. I mean, so the traveling back to the traveling, that back to the grind, that that mm-hmm. entered that entertainment working for the quote-unquote man right. because if you're signing the, the back of the paycheck man you ain't getting all the all the all the peas you don't, mm-hmm. you only get the peas and you got to give a bunch away when you sign in the front of the paycheck and there's a lot right. more responsibility when you wake up every morning unemployed you know yeah I mean, yeah so nothing happens until somebody sells something yeah so you had no backup plan uh, no i had nothing you had nothing. Okay, so walk no. me through the next 24 hours then, because well, I mean- well, You don't even I, have to oh. wait 24 hours. What happened <laughs> was, is I went and I performed my show that day for a great uh-huh. client, phenomenal, large automobile dealer group, 18 stores. And uh, I had no idea what I was going to do. Scared shitless when that day ended. And I got on mm-hmm. that plane at the Portland airport and I put my phone on airplane mode. Mm-hmm. And I landed in San Diego airport, turned it back on. Beep. You have 27 voicemail messages. Abdullah, it's XYZ. Call me. Abdullah, hey, man, I heard about it. Call me. Abdullah, hey, call me. Abdullah, call me. Call me. Abdullah, hey, we need to talk, man. Hey, Abdullah. I was like, whoa. So then, then there was, you know, when you do that at the corporate level, you got to you gotta be careful about the marketing and stuff like that mm-hmm. and non-competes. But living in California, we're a right-to-work state, but I still chilled. I ended up doing some personal development workshops, me and another guy who I used to work with. Uh, he was per- selling them, and we did uh, like, oh, we did like five or six workshops in Albuquerque, New Mexico, three in San Diego. And we put 90 to 110 people in a room and did our day and rah-rah, and it was good for a while. And then- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I've been in business for 10 years without a website. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, but COVID, COVID smacked me in the head, man. COVID smacked okay. me in the head hard. Mm-hmm. And, and it was my fault. 100% my fault. 100% my fault. Mm-hmm. I did not move to a subscription-based platform when I should have, mm. when everybody was telling mm. me, hey, Abdullah, man, you can use my designer if you want. Hey, man, I attended this workshop, man. You really got to put your stuff on. Hey, man, I got this studio up here. You need to come up. No, man, I got time. You know, so, you know that's, but I, where, whenever there's a problem in my life, I'm there. So I take responsibility for what's happening. Right. And I think mm-hmm. this, you calling me to do this podcast is bringing this to my eyes where it's just like, okay, dude, you made this bed you're in right now with COVID. COVID just put, pulled the covers up a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you got to get your way out of it. And guess how I'm going to do that? with a legal pad and a pen and designing my perfect day with no boundaries. I got to, I got to do it. You told me today, Stevie Hogard, my mortgage buddy who I had sushi with lunch, tossed me last week. My other buddy Hutch taught me, told me that three weeks ago. And guess what? It's Mm -hmm. time for me to either or get off the pot. Yeah. Which is good. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, but I, I mean, I, I owe you the thank you because you've mentored me in more ways than you probably realize. And and I know you don't want to take whatever credit or you don't maybe see it, but it's there. And that's the beauty of being a role model is that you you weren't really doing anything outside of just being yourself. But what yeah. you gave to not just me, but what you gave to my department and my team and what you yeah. still do, I mean, 
mean, you got pretty choked up in your video over the holidays when you were working. Oh, with did the you old see team. that video? I did. I did see that video, and I thought to myself, I got you choked. know, I, I thought I, I thought I held it together pretty good, but you you saw right through that shit. Well, come on. I think that's what makes you you and what makes like you just a beautiful human because you're authentic, right. you're real, you can yeah. own up to your faults and your mistakes. And I think there's beauty in that because being able to come to the table and say, hey, I screwed up, you know what I mean? Or hey, I didn't heal my own advice. But it, but, but it just goes to show, too, that, like, with just a little uh, pebble in the road, we can totally throw off our trajectory of where we're trying to go, but it's up to us to put us back onto the right track or whatnot. Like, nobody right, else is going to do it yeah. for us, right? I mean, think about right. it. Like, your friends were trying to tell you, like, hey, build a website, do this, do that, and you're like, ah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, right? But, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it's on you. Like, the ownership's on right. you. But I get that, and I feel that because as I try to pivot, and I want I want to go back to your story because I do want to hear how you then kind of built up your business on your own. It's hard because that fear and that anxiety that you talked about and those doubts, that plays a role. And then if, if you're like throwing a pandemic in the mix of it and you, you need to have a website all of a sudden and you don't have it, I mean, it really requires a change of mind. Yeah, definitely change so, of mindset and discipline. Mm -hmm. Discipline and action goes there back to the again. diet, which uh -huh. diet works, the one you do. And, and it's all about the discipline daily action. It's a cinch by the inch. It's hard by the yard. Ooh. I got all these little uh -huh. one-liners I picked up throughout the years. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> Keep throwing them at me, you know? Yeah, but it's, there's a lot more to it than that, man. Dear God, Jesus. But then again, yeah. it's just life. No one gets out of here alive, and we all have our own individual path. And there's an old Finnish saying, Finnish, F-I-N-N-I-S-H, um, man plans God laughs. I've heard, I've heard that one. I didn't know it was finished, but yeah. I, I, I don't quote me on that, but I think it is. I think it is. Right. I think it's, it's somewhere from smart. over there. Yeah. Yeah. Man plans, God laughs. But being an old disc jockey, I compare my God, and and I don't. I'm not telling anybody which God to believe in. And if you're an atheist out there, God bless you. Um, um, um what was I going to say? I compare uh, old disc jockey days. We used to have a request line. People would uh -huh. call, hey, can you play this? Yeah, we'll get it right on for you. Get it right on yeah. for you. Coming up next. Stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get that, get that on for you. And very rarely did we play their songs, right? But they kept listening. You and Every now it? and then it would come up next. No, very rarely, very rarely. Unless oh, you were calling like the were... request show. Oh, What's because that? they were bad They were bad requests or you just didn't have time for that nonsense? No, because radio is called commercial radio for a reason. It's there to make Got money. It. So they play the right songs at the right time in the right order based on the uh. computers. Disc jockeys have no say anymore. Just like it's wow. all automated. I'm sure. So I'm sure they're listening now. Yeah. Well, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> so uh, what was I going to say? So I, I compare my, my God to a disc jockey. So I'll write my requests down. Once a quarter, mm -hmm. I write a Dear God letter, and it's like KGOD Radio. Hi, KGOD. This is Brent Abdullah. I'd like to I, I'd like to request a, a new job, you know, and I'd like to do this, yeah. this, this, and this. Can you get that right on for you, kid? Keep listening. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes he plays my songs, and sometimes he they don't play my songs, mm -hmm. but it's better than the, uh, the KGOD Radio is way better than the optional radio. You know what that is? Oh, yeah. First, no, what's the optional? KFUK. Oh, hey, <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. No. There, uh, yeah. That, that's that, a radio that station we were it. talking about tuning into in the mornings with that self-talk. Oh, look how we're back oh. to the self-talk. 
Oh my God. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you said we could talk about this for hours and you're right. We can. I mean, it, it is true. What all um, leads back to that? I mean, it all leads back to what we're putting in our minds and our bodies and and how far am I going to let that crazy dog in my my brain run? Yeah. How am I going to tame those people call it the monkey mind? Mm, You've heard of mm -hmm. the monkey mind. So. Yeah. So, but I mean, it, so for me, I'm going to tell you what I do in the morning to start my day off right. And I don't know if sure. I got this from you, but but I probably, it's probably some mutation of something that you Are you enjoying it? Is it working for you? It is. Yeah. And I'm then consistent. I, you got it, it, from is, me. it you is. got it from me. It, I, you got it from me then. <laughs> And I do, I do it religiously. I, okay, so I have a journal. I travel with my journal. I bring it with me everywhere. So if I'm on the road, I got it with me. If I'm here, I got it with me. But what I like to do is I like to get my cup of coffee because I enjoy my cup of coffee, especially that first cup of coffee in the morning. I get my cup of coffee. I sit down with my journal and I write five gratitudes for the day or the previous day or just right. five things that I'm thankful for. Now, sometimes it's pouring onto the paper where I, I'm not counting. I'm just kind of recollecting people, things that have happened. Sometimes it's a simple blessing, like having a heat or, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. having Your a, mind a doesn't comfortable... Know the difference. Yeah. No. And, and I just kind of like let it flow. But that for me has been a life changing, I, I don't even know what routine, because it's really made me then be cognizant. And I hate saying that word because it reminds me of somebody that you and I both know, but <laughs> I don't know if that triggered, but it triggered me. But it, it, it basically makes me go throughout my day paying attention Hmm. to all the wonderful things around me and especially the people that I really appreciate in my life. I'm so lucky. My father texts me every single morning and wishes me a good day, asks me what I'm up to for that day. And it's like some people didn't even get the opportunity to meet their father, right? Some people right. have yeah. fathers that aren't present. Like my dad makes it a point every single morning. And God, he has bad sleep patterns because sometimes he's up at 3.24 a.m. and sometimes he's up at 7.30 a.m. and sometimes it's not until nine, but it doesn't matter because when that man gets out of bed, he's shooting me a text message and wishing me a good day, telling me he loves me and asking me what I'm up to. So yeah, you know. There you go. Yeah. Savor every moment of that stuff for mm, sure. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no morning. It's funny. You mentioned morning routines. Uh, all the gurus out there, you name them. I don't need to run through the name. They all, you know, the, the morning routine, the miracle morning, the eight to great or whatever. Uh -huh. They all got their little brand on it, but it's it's nothing new. It goes back to setting your day up straight and yeah. getting your head right. Yeah. In the morning, in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm going to out myself right now. You know, I'm, I don't drink anymore, right? Well, I mm -hmm. read this book. It's called The Big Blue Book. And, and it says, mm -hmm. on awakening, upon awakening, there's certain things we need to do to set up our day and make sure we stay within that hallway of sanity mm -hmm. to not cause any damage or do things that we wouldn't regret or just be an idiot, which comes yeah. real easy to me. So <laughs> Stop it. So well, back when to the you sarcasm. The sarcasm. Right, yeah, I, 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 I'm a go. big sarcastic cat too i like to, i'm good at getting zingers man because uh -huh. so are you because you're very observant and aware you see things it's like hey boom you take yeah. a, you don't miss an opportunity to turn the screws to somebody just to get a giggle right. yeah. but, but but you hurt my feelings you know i don't want to be your friend anymore <laughs> oh. i had to really change my mindset with that because I had an Instagram where I just made fun of 
guys on dating apps, you know, I mean, yeah, that's you what did. I did. That was really, I, I liked I, it. I, I liked it. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> liked it. A lot of people liked it. And I liked it too, because it didn't matter if I went on a good date or a bad date. I got content. You know what I mean? And when yeah, I was yeah, swiping, yeah. I, I had content and I couldn't believe the content that was out there. I mean, it was oh, yeah. like I tapped into a gold mine and I, I liked writing witty captions to go with them. And right. then it dawned on me one day, okay, so let's say I do meet a guy that I like and he wants to look at my social media. And then I'm like, hey, by the way, and, and that did happen. I mean, it's happened through this whole journey of even putting my dating life on a podcast. You know what I mean? Is like, well, are you just going to use this for the podcast or is this real? Like, but Brent, I manifested a man. Well, good. I, and I wasn't going to bring that up because it's none of my business, but I, I, I think I might have seen him in a picture. And let me say, you guys look like you go together. Aw, thank you. you do. That's so sweet. It's the nose. It's the nose and the cheeks. <laughs> it's the smile. He doesn't snort, does he? No, and it's funny because he's a comedian, like it, as a passion. Like that's not what he does on his day to day, but but he loves being on stage and and performing for people. So the very first time I saw him perform, it was in a very small audience. I think there was twenty people in the entire place, right? Because we're in COVID, and it was like invite only. And so my group of four or five people was a fourth of the gathering, and he's on stage, and I'm snorting because I was a little nervous. I was like, is he? Is this guy going to be funny? Because if he's not, was it a setup? Yeah, I had to be the supportive girlfriend. No, no, no was it a setup? Did you go there like, a, like, hey, we got this friend. We want you to see him perform, and we think you might like oh, him. Oh no, 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 no. We okay. were already, we were already dating. But I just had never. You were seen, just a patron. Yeah, I just had never seen him. We're in COVID, and Zoom comedy shows are not the same. So he gets up there, and he was funny, and I'm, you know, pleasantly surprised, and I'm the supportive girlfriend in the front row, laughing, having a great time snorting and then he tries he goes to poke fun at me which i'm totally cool with i loved it but he right. can't snort so it's like it's, it's <laughs> hilarious the fact that he can't like mimic and he does great impersonations he does like he does obama very good i mean he he can almost do anybody but gosh he cannot do a snort so he's working on that he's working on that well, that's a yeah. talent yeah that's a talent. Right, well right I, I feel like you could do it coveted by many had by few i feel like you could do it but you spend a lot more time with me so <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly but he came oh, to me God. because i wrote it down on paper on a list it oh, just boy. took a little bit it, yeah, but it took a little bit longer for him to come to me because I was giving mixed signals. I was putting things on my list, things that I thought were being asked of me or things that I thought mm. would correct past behavior or mm. counterbalance choices and, and things that I had done in the past. And it wasn't until right. I really got true with myself and revised that that bad boy. And then I, I did something very similar. So like you wrote a letter to God or you write a letter to God every quarter, I wrote a letter to the universe. And when I say universe, well, universe I, I, when I, I mean, say God, I, I mean universe, the same whatever thing, like, you right? want to say, Buddha, Christ, conscience soul, raw, whoever, man. Yeah. But how powerful is that? Writing a letter saying I'm ready to receive. So I, I've asked, I've believed, but now I'm ready to receive. And 
completely different mindset and being at peace with it could happen today. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen six months from now. It could happen six years from now. But in the right divine timing, it will happen because I believe, I've already asked, I believe, and now I'm ready to receive. And I I don't know what it was. That letter was written. I'm really bad at math this already. But it was like, I wrote that letter December 17th and January 13th. You've got mail. And there it was, a six-minute But that voice wasn't down. the first time you wrote that letter. You revised oh. that letter. You grew into that. Mm-hmm. I had never yeah. written that le- that type of letter before. What I had written was August 9th, 2015. 2015 probably sticks out because 2015 is the year I left to go to dealer.com. And 20- in August 9th, 2015, just like you remember your date, September 16th, 2011. Did I get it right? I remember my date and I made a list. It- it's actually, I've never... I've never wiped out this phone. So like, even if you text me like in 2013 or something, that text is probably still in here. I know, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I don't know. You keep the strands? Just... You keep the text strands? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just never delete anything. But it, okay. likewise, my notes, my notes on here are in there from God knows when too. So I was able to, I, I've since handwritten into that journal, whatever, maybe in 2017 right. or something, but 2015, it's in my phone, time, you know, time stamped, whatever, date stamped. And yeah, yeah, it took me, it took a long time, but worth definitely worth the wait. So well, there's a saying, when you ask the universe or higher power or God for something, there's like three answers. Yes, no, or not yet. Mm, something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love it. Is this making you really want to make your list for your perfect day? I forgot all about that. I was just more focused on now. Were you? I was was present, Erin. I wasn't thinking about the future. I'm I'm captivated by this conversation. Oh, my God. I miss these times because we used to do this around a board table in the conference room, and I was going to see if I could get your drink right. It was like a train to lime something with oh, yeah. with yeah train to lime something and then it was, what was just it? shake chill, chiller lime chiller chiller yeah with no water or something it was something weird no water like, no water yeah. exactly did i get that no right water. yeah yeah it was just all trent to lime chiller syrup mm. oh my god wow. oh, yeah. <laughs> i was really working on trying to figure out what that drink was but i always had it ready for you when you came you did amazing I did. those, those yeah. were some of the best days of my life Twice. the best okay days so of my so life. give me Give me some top three things that my listeners can do to be more self-aware, to counteract that self-talk. Fantastic. I'll give you specifics. And I'm not affiliated with any of these people. In the App Store, there is an app called the 5-Minute Journal. And Mm -hmm. I learned of the 5-Minute Journal from Tim Ferriss. You probably heard of Tim Ferriss, Tools of the Titans, 4-Hour Workweek. Huge podcaster. Mm -hmm. Big, big, big pioneer on the scene, really. My brother is obsessed with Tim Ferriss. Yeah, so that app's the 5-Minute Journal, and it it causes you to write down three things you're grateful for in the morning, three things you're looking forward to in the morning, and uh, one affirmation, I am healthy, or whatever it is for the day. And then it also has a PM addition to it. And for four ninety nine, it's some of the best four dollars and ninety nine cents I've ever ever purchased. That's the digital gratitude list. Now, gratitude can be as simple as pulling out a legal pad and writing it down. And gratitude can also be. I learned this through the next thing. I'm going to strongly recommend to any human being, no matter how old or how smart or how dumb they are. 
mm-hmm. is to start a meditation practice. Mm-hmm. Something simple. Something mm-hmm. simple. You do not need the right pillow with the right incense, with the right music, and the right Tibetan song bowl, and the right serapi, and the right freaking you know, compass. What you need mm-hmm. to do is you just need to take your first deep conscious breath and get yourself an app called Calm, C-A-L-M, mm-hmm. with Tamara I Levitt. Calm. It's one of the biggest meditation apps out there. I've had it now for three years, and I've probably meditated 900 sessions with Calm. Wow, and that's impressive. I do it on an average about 25 days a month. I'd be lying to say I do it every day. And some months I slack, some months I are better, but mm-hmm. it's... It's, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's, it's 10 minutes long. Most people, when mm-hmm. they, like I said, I, I, I got started with meditation by listening to a quick podcast. And I want everybody to hear this because it really rang true with me. If you never played the piano in your life and you wanted to play a symphony at Carnegie Hall, you wouldn't start practicing with um, Beethoven's Fifth. You'd start with Do, Re, Mi. Do, Re, Mm -hmm. Mi. It's a very fine place to start the beginning, right? Isn't that from (laughs) The Sound of Music? (laughs) I think it's where Mm -hmm. it comes from. Wouldn't be a podcast with Brent Abdullah without mention of a show tune. I'm just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) So so it said, start with one minute of meditation. Literally, Mm -hmm. actually, it might have said 30 seconds, but I'm taking it down to the brass tacks here. 30 seconds. Set a timer for 30 seconds. Sit with your spine erect. You'll learn more as you can come along with your chakra pole and your dantian mm-hmm. and your chi energy. You'd be surprised what I'm into now. But and just breathe for 30 seconds. And I did 30 seconds seven days in a row for a week. And then the next week, I did 45 seconds. Then the next week, uh-huh. I did a minute. And I remember uh-huh. like my first 10 minutes, like, whoa. And then I came upon calm and it was like, wow, these are 10 minutes. This is perfect. Yeah. And that's all it takes. So the gratitude Uh list, the calm, and what would be the third major thing, man? Well, if you're, if you're religious and or spiritual, I would say pray. I would say pray. Mm. Develop a relationship with a higher power of your understanding. And a higher power can be a a doorknob if you want it to be. We have a saying, there is a God and you're not Mm. it. So, Mm -hmm. and, and if you think you are a God, or if, like I said, you're an atheist, whatever, man, it's all cool. It's all cool, but just have something bigger than you that you can talk to. That could be your mom. It could be your group of friends. It could be a therapist. It could be somebody who's just not you who can call you out on your bullshit and say, dude, man, what are you doing? Get get your head out of your ass and, and start doing what you know to do, which is basically what this podcast is all about. Right. Well, I mean, it's funny. It makes me think, too. There's always something else that you can be doing. There's always a way to improve yourself. You're never at that finish line. Like, you're always in constant pursuit of being a better person, a better whatever you're you're trying to. Well, better person. And one thing I would say is be nice. Just be nice. I was taught by a guy recently that my mouth works best in the closed position. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but my mouth has gotten me into a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. you know, from the law to love. <laughs> so then again, with being an extrovert and mm-hmm. being gifted with this voice and this gift of speech and wit, because I've been, I've been, ta- man, I was funny. I was telling somebody how I ended up talking for a living. My yeah. it, And it, it never happened. When I was a young kid, when I was under the age of seven or eight, I talked like this. I had a, I had a. 
I, my, my teeth never formed right, so I couldn't say Sammy Snick. I said, Sammy Snick, right? Uh-huh. So whenever my dad would say, tell him your name, I could, but Abdullah, yeah? And I didn't want to tell people my name because I couldn't speak. Yeah. So my dad would like pat me in the back of the head, tell him your name, tell him your name, tell him your name. And I could, so my ma sent me to speech lessons in first and second grade with Mr. Unseld at St. Stephen's School. Fifth grade, Mrs. Langmester tells me I have to call the square dance. You have to call it? What does that mean? My fifth, oh, the square dance. We're having a square dance. Swing your partner, do si do, oh, round and okay, round and okay, round. Okay. All you go. So I'm 10 years old. I got this speech impediment that uh-huh. I'm working on. And uh-huh. she picks me to be the square dance caller. So we're at the Hannon Road Elementary School, okay? In the show's about, you know, the 10-year-old fifth grade square dance recital. Curtains are about to open and Brent Abdul, curtains open, Brent Abdul is standing there in front of a microphone. And I was the first person to talk since I was calling the square dance. And I froze. I froze and I didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. My dad, I'm going to get emotional here. My dad stood up and said, tell them your name. And I said uh my name as clearest I've ever said it. And I did that square dance like a champion. And ever since then, people wish they never would put a microphone in front of my face. (laughs) I'm kidding. But that's that's really my first foyer jump into a microphone. And it's been that that, that way ever since. Wow. As it should be, though. I mean, I can't imagine if you didn't use your voice and if you didn't share your knowledge, because I wouldn't be sitting where I am today. I know that for sure. Thank you very much. But that goes back to being nice and giving, you know, back to those top three things, because there's, Dan, it's so hard just to say three things that you would recommend people to do to get better. Gratitude, Mm -hmm. number one, like I said, write it down, number two, be nice, whatever I said, pray and meditate. Those are the top five in reality. Those are really the top five. And it's just be nice. It's, you know, I think you started at the beginning of this podcast. If I talk to my friends the way I talk to myself, would I be my own friend? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I got to be nice to me, number one. I got to look for the good everywhere I I point my eyes. And I just got to stay in the now, man. Every year Mm -hmm. I come up with a saying, like out of those those documents I do at the end of every year. I come Mm -hmm. lately for the last three or four years, I've been coming up with like a a one sentence slogan. And this year's for me was trust God, do what's next, advance the ball. Trust God, do what's next, advance the ball. Now, advance Mm -hmm. the ball doesn't mean, oh, my God, I got to start working on my website. Advance the ball means flush the damn toilet. Advance Uh the ball means Uh put the cup in the dishwasher. Of course, Uh advance Uh the ball means call your financial consultant and plan for the next thing, too. But it it can go as simple as just turning off the lights when you leave the room is advancing the ball, doing Mm -hmm. what's right. Mm -hmm. So trust God, do what's next and advance the ball. I love that. That's great. That's yeah. good stuff. Oh my gosh. Wow. I feel like you should have been like motivational speaker. I mean, you are in your own in your own way. But yeah. Oh, I'm a legend you, in my own mind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and in mine, and in mine, and I'm so <laughs> grateful. Yeah, I'm so grateful for, for you and all you got me. Oh my God. So if if my listeners want to find you, if they want to follow you, if they want to get more gems and nuggets from you, where do they go? 
you know, they can go to brentvoice.com. All my contact links are there. That's my VO website. That's up and running, doing okay there. I really need to write it down. It's time to write things down. It's time to get clear. Uh, I times V equals R. I learned that a long time ago. Image, I, the image times vividness equals reality. So the clearer the picture, the more detailed it is, the better the chances of it becoming reality. Because if I don't know where I'm going or where I want to go, how the hell am I supposed to get there? You know what I mean? And that takes time and work. It's like I once heard people say more people will spend time planning their seven day vacation than they will their entire life. I, I bet that's true. Yeah. I got you, me too. It's just scary. It's <laughs> scary. It is scary. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. So. Thanks for tuning in to You're Such a Catch. I hope you enjoyed meeting my mentor, Brent. He's full of wisdom, but my three takeaways from our conversation were as much as he's been a mentor to me. And I've learned from him and how he approaches relationships, opportunities, and personal growth. He can also learn from me, even with less experience, less notches on my belt, and less life lived. My second takeaway, take action. We need to practice what we preach and be consistent with our efforts. Lastly, mm -hmm, you guessed it, write it down. You are more likely to achieve your goals when you write them down. It doesn't matter what they are, finding a partner, losing weight, getting promoted, write it down. You've got this. If you need a little oomph, a little help from a friend, I'm your girl. Let's connect on a 15 minute phone call and discover how I can help you. DM me or email me at erinatyoursuchacatch.com. Until next week, later guys. (laughs) 